Hey, I'm Jesse, and this is the final devotion from the book of Acts. Without hindrance and with all boldness, that's a ministry life well spent. This is Acts 28, 30, and 31. Paul stayed two whole years in his own rental, rented house, and he welcomed all who visited him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. So Paul is on house arrest. Eventually he will face execution. He will be placed in Mamertine prison from, from where he will write his final letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy, and he knows that his death is imminent. But in his, in his last his, this couple of years, while he's kind of on house arrest, uh, and kind of in between Roman imprisonments, he ministers to everybody who comes to him. If you're called to ministry, if you think of, of your life in ministry and, and pastoral ministry, the, the, the typical formula for success is like, you start off at a small church in a small town where it's kind of lame. And then God does some cool stuff and you grow. And then it's always God's will that you go to a bigger church at a cooler city for a higher salary. And then after that, it's God's will that you go to a bigger church with a higher salary in a cooler city. And then eventually you go to an even bigger church with a higher salary. Like that. That wasn't God's design for Paul. <laughs> like Paul started off in the Jewish context at the very top of the food chain, the apex predator, the Pharisee with the highest pedigree of all. And then he gets utterly rejected by all of his people and he ends up, you know, <laughs> after murdering a Christian publicly. And then he begins to shock people and then he begins to grow and then he begins to lead more Gentiles to Christ. And he kind of has this back and forth relationship with the elders at the church of Jerusalem. And then man, God is like moving through him mightily as he visits the churches on his missionary journeys and it's this world changing event and it's absolutely incredible and then like the Jerusalem elders kind of sabotage him a little bit and then he encounters some other difficulty and he goes into prison and then he's chained up and then he's shipwrecked and then he's stuck under Felix for like two years and then he's in a rental house on house arrest for two years and then he gets his head cut off. Paul's ministry everybody. That's pretty different from the modern day pastoral <laughs> projected career path, isn't it? <laughs> like, I, look, I'm not a prophet. I'm just a drummer. But I can tell you, it's not always God's will that you go to another ministry at a bigger church for more salary. Okay, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta call you out for that, brother. It's not always God's will that you take a pay increase. Like, has it ever dawned on you that you may have some ministry calling that's remotely similar to Paul's? Do you know that most ministries end in awkwardness? And Paul's was kind of like that. Read 2 Timothy. I mean, he's calling out people who have betrayed him, betrayed him, betrayed him, betrayed him. He didn't have like the Backstreet Boy microphone on in front of the massive arena. That wasn't God's will for Paul. But do you know how many people have been reached by his stories, his word, his Holy Spirit inspired scripture? He actually reached more people in his prison cells than he did anywhere else. Wherever Paul was, he ministered with his whole heart. I'm not just talking to people who are called to be pastor right now. Yeah, I'm not just talking to I'm not just talking to men who are called to be pastors. I'm talking to everybody, every no matter where you are. Like if you're stuck on house arrest in a rental house in Rome, or if you are currently on COVID lockdown mode, or if you've been relegated to some really smelly annex at the office. Like whatever your current setting is, do you know what God's will is for you? Proclaim the kingdom of God, teaching about the Lord Jesus without hindrance and with all boldness. That is God's will for you. That is what Paul did. That is what you'll do. That's how the book of Acts concludes. May it be how our lives conclude. 
whether it's on a large setting or a small scale, we proclaim the Lord Jesus without hindrance and with all boldness. Without hindrance means you're unapologetic about the word of God. You're not embarrassed of scripture. You don't downplay Jesus. You don't bury repentance into the fine print and you don't let your own past failures hold you back. You're without hindrance and with all boldness. That means you'll say it to anyone. You'll proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the dude with the devil horns tattooed on his forehead. Uh, you'll proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to the militant activist who's trying to publicly call you out before HR and put something on your personnel file. Like you are without hindrance and you're utterly bold. You will proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ and you'll spend your life with no regrets. That is a beautiful investment of your vocation, of your life, trying to reach as many people for Jesus as you can before you die. You proclaim the gospel without hindrance, with all boldness. Can you say that in all good, all good conscience? Are you utterly unhindered? Do you have all boldness? Or are there some hindrances? There's some areas where you need to be more bold. If there are, deal with them right now to the glory of God. This is Paul's ministry. Man, it was a roller coaster. You ride this faithfully with Christ, with all boldness, without hindrance. Are you ready? Go.